Hello, Carmen. Hi, Jim. How you doing? Doing good. We were just talking about the fact that we were recording the programs, and we're kind of setting a record on uh, the recording the programs. <laughs> I don't think we ever recorded. We have a marathon session today. We yeah, because of different things going on, and uh, I've had some uh, surgeries that had to take place on my eye, laser surgeries and uh, a couple other things, and some things with the family and stuff uh, um, that uh, are really kind of uh, taking up a lot of time in the schedule. So. And, of course, everyone knows, if they've been a listener of the program, they know that we record these ahead of time, so you're not hearing these live. <laughs> so no. we, we we record them ahead of time at now, if there's various some break, intervals. Yeah, now if there's some breaking news, I mean, if there's something that takes place that is, uh, I mean, just... Earth-shaking. Earth-shaking, so to speak, we'll, we'll do a special program, yeah. I'm sure, to get it out on there, you know. Right. But... but uh, as of yet, that has not happened. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Thank God we come to the... Well, guess what? Jesus has returned. He's taking the church back, and for some reason, we're still here. <laughs> What's wrong with this picture? <laughs> What's wrong with this picture? <laughs> no, you know. But yeah. something on that level, you know what I mean? We're not going to open we're, that can of worms. You're getting into eschatology now. And, uh, <laughs> we're going to steer clear of that one. <laughs> Oh, man. You know, I, I didn't use the word. I didn't use the word. What? That, that's what word? The word that, you know, we said we're getting to eschatology. Oh, yeah. I didn't use the word. Yeah, so. yeah, right, okay. right. So I said, okay. What, 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 <laughs> no more comments on that. <laughs> so uh, if, if we if we want to create a, a controversy, that's all we need to do is get into that. How you doing, Carmen? I'm doing How's good. Thing? <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hey, we'll get out of this hole somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to dig any deeper into this hole. No, so, no, no, uh, no. so, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll climb out of that one. Yeah. So, well, we were into something on the last program. We were. We, we, want, we wanted to uh, continue on. Well, we were and talking about... this might be another hole that we climb into. Well, I, I, think, we, I think we have to climb into oh, this yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because... Uh, Things are happening. Uh, well, instead of climbing into the hole, we'll say we're going to launch out into the deep water. That's well, what we've always talked about in the listen, past. We, so. Listen, we stopped, and it may not be popular. Well, people, what we say, people have stopped talking about wars and rumors of wars mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff because there's so much of that going on. Yeah, they just have stopped talking about it. Right. You know, that's kind of like a, a given. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But one of the things that uh, prophetically and otherwise has come forth is that um, uh, most people kind of agree that uh, God is going to move his people into a whole different uh, uh, economic way of living mm -hmm. in the, the, these last days and times. Yeah. And I think anybody that is... Uh, I, I'm going to go a step further. God's going to move his people into a whole new way of living. Absolutely. Which will include the economic aspect. Well, a whole new way of living. But the economic aspect will be a major, yeah. part, a major part of it. Right. And, uh, you know, and uh, so it'll be a whole new way of, 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 of living. You know, it, it, economics has more to do than just money. Oh, yeah. The world, yeah. The world has made it just money. Mm -hmm. But economics has to do with supply and distribution. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the world made it money. It's far broader than what it's we... It's far broader than money. Matter yes. of fact, someone was just keying in on money. Jesus sent them out and said, go out to the lake, a fish will jump up, take the coin out. Yeah. You know, and take it out and render to Caesar. What's Caesar? You know, you're so worried about this. You, you know. know what? <laughs> I want to find that fish. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know you live in the city. I, well, yeah. I don't, don't want to open up that can no, of worms. Walk either. down to the river. <laughs> I don't want to open up that can of worms either. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you got some high taxation taking place, brother. Yeah. We do too in Susquehanna Township. But uh, but uh, everybody could probably say wherever they live that the taxation oh, is yeah. very high. Oh, yeah. I'm sure everybody would say, hey, man, my taxes are too high. Yeah. And uh, so we all say that. So this is where, you know, we talked about on, on a previous program, our security is in the Lord. It has to be. And it has to be, man. We're, we're saying, uh, I, I'm, looking, I'm looking at uh, my income, what I get, and uh, <clears throat> what it's costing to live. And I'm saying, there's no way I can make it. It has There's to, no way I can make it, and uh, it so it's going to have to be God. Uh, it has, to be, it has to be miraculous. It, it has, has to, to be, be miraculous. God. I was sharing with you about how we were having our, our simple church meeting, and a, a woman just happened to come by. She found yeah. a letter of the Lord to come by, and she gave us a gift certificate to use at the grocery store at the Giant, our main place of shopping. Mm-hmm. Now think about that. Now that's God. You know yes. what I mean? It's like. What could be more practical than that? You know what I mean? You, you know what, Jim? Uh, uh, since you're talking about food, last week um, we were uh, we're trying to watch that we don't go buying food that we um, we're cutting back. Let's put Absolutely, it that way. Yeah, yeah. And, Everybody and so is. We, we can't <laughs> afford to continue to. And so, um, so last week uh, we were uh, we didn't really go shopping for food or anything like that. And uh, I just thought, boy, oh boy, if this isn't God, um, we, we had... No orange juice, Carmen? <laughs> I still have my orange juice. I still have my orange juice. That's an inside joke. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, two days in a row, two days in a row, we had people take us out for lunch and dinner well, yeah. and, and pay for it yeah, and, yeah. and so forth. We ate high off the hog, yeah, and yeah. Uh, we didn't ask to go. They yeah. said, hey, we want, we we want, want to take, take you out. Yeah. And so here we are. We're eating high off the hog. Now, if that isn't God, see? see? And so God is our provider. He supplies. And he has no problem showing you that either. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so... Uh, that's kingdom. And, and that's kingdom. Yeah. And I believe there's going to be a... Now... Is God going to keep on bringing people to us to take us out to nice restaurants to eat? No. But God is going to show us that he is able to provide all of our needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. See, according to his riches and glory, which which is not... Which are endless. And it's not dependent upon any kind of world economic system. You know, after all... We're told he owns the cattle on the south, thousand yeah, hills. Yeah, a, it says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness. It's so, so, so it's entirely different. I you, got you, a rich dad. You, well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so you can't. So you can't. And this is not some kind of prosperity gospel or anything right. like that. But you cannot live with any kind of a prosper, any kind of a poverty mentality, because God does not want us living with that kind of mentality where poverty is concerned. Right. See, listen, living a simple lifestyle is not poverty. That's right. Living a simple lifestyle is when you intentionally choose That's to right. keep your lifestyle simple so that there can be a, a steady flow of, of uh, distribution That's right. that is taking place out of your life. The question is, do you have what you need? Yes. Yes. See, our problem is we, th- we think we need more than what we really need. Absolutely. And we don't. And so we waste. 
So three-fourths of the stuff that we think we need, we don't need. That's right. See, we can get along without it, but we we have grown accustomed to living in this lavish lifestyle. That's right. And, and God says, you really don't need that. In fact, in fact, living this lavish lifestyle really inhibits and prevents us from living the life of the kingdom, I believe, oh, yeah. as God would have us live it, because we're distracted. We have so much baggage so much by our stuff. And our things, and we can't travel light, no, because we have so many concerns about this, that, and the other thing that we have invested in, and we really need to be investing in the kingdom. That's right. Travel light, so that God, so that so that we're not distracted from Him and what He would have us to be about. Because right. well, I got to take care of this, and well, I got to watch this, and I got to right. be involved here. Uh, no, I don't. Not of God isn't isn't telling me to do that. Listen, we came we come through a time, and at the time that we're recording this program, some stuff was kind of like up in the air. But we come through a time when people were talking about the depression, recession, mm-hmm. debt ceilings, all this other kind of stuff that make a lot of news in the newspapers and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And see, if a person doesn't know the Lord in the way He supplies. They could, they could, their hearts could go faint for right. fear, Carmen. Yeah, I mean, well, absolutely. I mean, listen, you know what I mean? They could be, they're, you know, I've started to say pulling their hair out, but I don't have any hair. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? But, 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 but they could be literally uh, losing it. Oh, sure. I mean? You know what I mean? Worried about what's going to happen to them. What's coming be, in, in this because world. Because all the pro- pro- prognosticators... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bringing all this doom and everything. Yes. And so, but as believers, as Christians, we got to listen to the voice of the Lord. That's right. And what the Holy Spirit is saying. And 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 if we would listen, we'd hear Jesus saying the same thing that he said when he was on the earth. Yeah. Fear not. Fear not. Be of good cheer. Yeah, be of good cheer. And he says, peace be unto you. Peace be unto you. Now, peace means wholeness. That's right. So wholeness be unto you. That's right. And so if we would really stop and think and take uh, take thought of what Jesus really said and what the scriptures say, we would live totally different without the fear, without the insecurity, when all of this is going on about, well, uh, is... Uh, is America going to default? Uh, that kind of thing, and oh, it's going to bring a depression and that kind of thing. You know what? Uh, I can honestly say that I'm not, I'm not fearful that. and worried no. at all because no. my confidence isn't in our government, no, or or the Fed or no. anything else. My no. confidence is in the Lord, and only <clears throat> excuse me, only the Lord would tell. As we read back in Genesis. Only the Lord would tell someone to plant in famine. That's right. See, and, and because the Lord says, now you trust me, I'll bring forth things in a way that, uh, that you could never imagine. And you know, one of the things that has always occurred to me is this. I keep on saying this to myself to encourage myself, that the visible is subject to the invisible. Absolutely. And so what I see... The natural is subject what I see, to the spiritual. The natural subject to the spiritual. So I don't need to fear and worry because <clears throat> my Father in Heaven has my back. That is, if I choose to walk with Him. Now, I can do something stupid and go out here and just ignore God and, do, and say, well, you want to step beyond the, uh, beyond, beyond the boundaries of grace, then that's up to you. But as long as I choose to live within the boundaries of grace that God has given us, I don't have anything to fear uh, because God says, I got your back. I'm, I promised I'd take care of you. I'd be with you always. 
I said, that's all that I need to know, that he's going to be with me always. One of the things, Carmen, that, that, <coughs> that I always say, and uh, actually wrote a book about this in prayer, but uh, one of the things I always say is a better way for us to live instead of a, a presumption is to live with prophetic revelation and insight. And this comes out of uh, living very close to the Lord. Now, yes. does it mean that sometimes you might do things and you're not totally sure? Absolutely. Sure. There's going to be times that you're going to launch out into the deep and you're not totally sure. The only reason you're launching out is because God told you to launch out. Mm -hmm. But you are sure that God told you to launch out. Yes. You see what I'm saying? You're not sure exactly what's going to happen. Right. But you know that God told you to launch out. So, see, a lot of times we want to know, we want to be like God and know the end from the beginning yeah. and have an assurance that it's going to turn out exactly the way we want it to turn out. Well, one of the things we got to know is that God knows the end from the beginning, yeah. and it's going to turn out exactly the way He wants right. it to turn out. And we have been blessed to be able to walk along with Him during this journey. Exactly. But the only guarantee we have is that it'll turn out exactly the way right. that He wants it to turn out. And what you said there, walking along with Him, sure. see, all that you said there, Everything you said there is summed up in the phrase in Scripture, we walk by faith, not by sight. Not by sight. And, and, See, and the problem comes when we start walking by sight. That's right. And not by faith. That's right. So we walk by faith and not by sight. We can guarantee that, hey, things are going to work out just as God intends. Absolutely. To work out. It, it, and it'll be for our good. It'll be for our good. So, so the, only, the only guarantee that we really have is this right here. The guarantee is that things will turn out exactly the way that God yes. desires for them to turn out. He's the one that knows the end from the beginning. Mm -hmm. we, he gives us insight and he gives us prophetic revelation into this as much as he desires. That's right. But the only one who knows it all is God. Yes. So if, you, if you're waiting to know it all... Well, guess what? You've been waiting a long oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the old term, you know, you're waiting for the cows to come In home. In fact, you're going to wait throughout all eternity because they're going to be learning throughout all eternity. That's right. That's right. That's right. You're going to be learning throughout all eternity. God is the one that's in control. Exactly. But, but we have a privilege. We are blessed. Yes. To be able to walk with Him. Learning throughout all eternity. And yeah. it starts now. Learning every step of the way. That's right. But we are blessed... To, 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 to make this journey with God. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that's a blessing. The, 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 fact, the fact that he would say we are co-laborers with him. Yeah. He said, wow, God thinks enough of us. He says, come on, I want you to work with me, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to entrust this kingdom to you. When, when I think, of, in fact, I was just talking to someone um, the other day, and when I think that, when Jesus was ready to return to the Father, after the resurrection, he passed the baton to the twelve. Mm -hmm. Now these guys, it says, uh, one of the gospels said that when Jesus appeared to them after the resurrection, some still doubted, even seeing him. And I thought, dear Lord, you're going to entrust <laughs> this mission to change the world to these guys and they're still doubting. <laughs> they, they, well, they were intent on doubting. Yeah. And, and now they walked with Jesus three and a half years. That's right. And, and, uh, and yet Jesus knew what he had invested in them and planted in them. And That's he had right. confidence in what he did and in the Holy Spirit that he was going to send to them to, right. uh, to baptize them in his power That's and right. authority. We have, the same, we have the same as what those 12 had. 
So God says, I've called you to be co-laborers. I think, wow, what a privilege that the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent creator of all that there is would choose me and everyone else who have put their trust in him would say, come on, I want you to be workers with me. I'm going to have you uh, be the ones through which I'm going to manifest my kingdom in the earth. I think, wow, that goes be that just boggles my mind. Now, isn't 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 that awesome? Now now, what's what's one of my favorite words, Carmen? One of your favorite words? Yeah, there's, there's several of them. As soon as you say it, I'm going to know. Uh, intentional. Intentional. Yes. Intentionality. Intentionality. Yes. Now now. <clears throat> Here's, here's the thing. We have to be very intentional in our life. Yes. And so, in other words, we have to choose to walk by faith. That's right. Sight. See, we have to choose. That's it. We can choose not to. That's right. But we have to choose. You see what I'm saying? Peter, Peter, chose, Peter chose to get out that boat. Yes. Yes. And, and walk to Jesus when the wind was blowing. That's in the right. Waves. He chose, right? Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. We have to be very intentional in our faith. Yes. And see, this is a holdup for many people because they're waiting for God. They're waiting for God to do it for them. Yes. And it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen, man. God will do what <laughs> he needs to do. And then he says, now you need to do what you do, what you need to do. Well, why would he say have faith? Or why would he tell us exactly. to exercise faith? He, he's telling us to do something. Yes, yes. Yeah. In fact... Uh, when he said, uh, choose, Joshua said to the uh, to Israel, choose you this day whom you will serve. That's right. He says, but as for me and my house, that's right. we will serve the Lord. So, so he made the choice. So, words, so we need choice. to choose. That's right. Okay, you're going to serve the Lord or you're going to serve yourself. That's right. And, uh, and you, could choose, you could choose either way. And oh, yeah. See, this is something that, that we have to understand. Yeah. Now, what bothers me, Carmen... And we've said it on some previous programs. I'll say it on this program. What bothers me is when people twist the scriptures around for their own self-serving. Mm -hmm. When obviously the word is not saying that. Right. The Bible is not teaching right. that. that. That is not the thematic uh, revelation right. that is coming from the word. So when you twist it around to say what you want it to say. Like on that Preachers of L.A. program, one of the guys was saying... Uh, he was he was talking about his stuff, you know, big house and two stairways yeah. going up in the lobby and the thirty foot ceiling or something like that. And he was talking about his stuff. And God said, "I, I desire for thou to prosper and be in health, even as I so prosper." Yeah. And this, and he named a couple quick ones. He ran off the right. top of his head. You know what I mean? In other words, to justify his extravagant lifestyle. Yes. You see what I'm saying? We love to do that kind of thing. We love to take the scriptures, twist it to justify mm -hmm. some way that we've decided to live. You know yes. what I mean? So we are in, so we're being intentional, but we're being intentional in the wrong thing. Exactly. And you know when you when you <laughs> when, when you said and God that, will hold us accountable. And you said being intentional in the wrong thing. See uh, that that verse that you quoted. You said he quotes. I mean, you, got, uh, you, you know. got two Bibles here. Uh, uh, yeah, I know the pages are falling out. <laughs> uh, that verse where he says, "Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health, 
just as your soul prospers. Now, there's a key in there. He says, just as your soul prospers. See, I would say, referring to these preachers of L.A. that live in this luxuriant lifestyle and that kind of thing, I would say this, that they're really not prospering. Because he says, just as your soul prospers. It doesn't sound to me like their soul is prospering very much. So they may have a, a lot... Uh, they may have a lot of material possessions. But I really question whether they're prospering. See, and see, that's where we get we get messed up. See, can, uh, it, I would say that there are people that are making uh, far less money and are maybe, maybe struggling to make ends meet mm -hmm. that are prospering far more than they are because... They have an intimacy with the Lord that they don't have. And this intimacy with the Lord that the individual has is one that is really prospering because they can trust in the Lord and they say, hey, I don't need to gather all this stuff. I don't need to have, be concerned about uh, this, that, and the other thing about my, uh, my portfolio and all of that. Uh, because, uh, wow, what I, the relationship and the intimacy that I have with the Lord... I am really prospering here. And uh, so we, we think of prosperity primarily in the material sense. And I think God thinks of prosperity primarily in the, in, in this, well, I would say all of life, in the spiritual sense and everything. Now, is it wrong if, if God prospers and gives an individual uh, material blessings and material goods? Absolutely not, because... Uh, I've known, and I know you do too, of uh, believers that God has prospered. But the key is, are they prospering in their soul, like this verse says? And I believe that uh, there are some very wealthy believers who are prospering in their soul. And, and, now, uh, I'll make a statement, Carmen, and you may or may not agree with this, but I'm going to make it anyway. Okay. I don't believe it's the best exegesis to take that scripture and to pull it out of context to establish some kind of prosperity. Exactly. Because and don't we do that all the time? We take one verse but look and at, make a whole doctrine out of it. But look at the little book that it comes from yes. and to look at the context, Carmen, right. and it's really not even talking about that. Exactly. That's just something that he's saying as a... As it's a like, greeting. It's a greeting. Exactly. Uh, you know you know what I'm saying? So exactly. I, don't, I don't think that's the best exegesis any no. way to do that. No. I mean, it might help establish what you want to get across. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. I, but I don't think that's real good good uh, use of the scriptures right. doing it that and, way. And, and the, fact, the fact that they use that scripture, I, I've heard that some people so many times use that scripture, and they omit that last phrase, as your soul prospers. They do. See, so they talk about the first part, prosper and be in good health and everything. But they don't go with that last verse. He says, as your soul prospers. Yeah. That is the bottom line. But I agree with you. It's a greeting, and we've made a whole, people have made a whole doctrine out of that. I don't think people should use it the way that many people use it. No, no. I'm just, no. I'm just saying, uh, that's my personal opinion. Now, I, I, do, I do believe that, that the, I do believe, however, that the Lord does desire us to prosper and be in good health because that's kingdom. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, I would that's use kingdom. And I and I would use I would use other verses 
Oh, so sure. I would use other verses to establish that more so than that one. Uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> because, as I said, that's a greeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's just plenty of other verses oh, sure. that, that will establish that fact. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But I think this, uh, this to me, this shows, using this verse, as uh, many people do, sure. and as you said, these preachers of L.A. do, sure. uh, uh, using this verse shows to me how that we have twisted the gospel to make it a man-centered gospel mm -hmm. where I become the center of this gospel and it's all mm -hmm. about me and all for my good and my benefit. No, it isn't. It's about God and his kingdom and for his good and his benefit. In fact, he says in one place, uh, the Lord says about he, is, he, he saves his people. He says, I've saved you for my sake. Ha! Huh. So our salvation is even for his sake, <laughs> you know, yeah. and we make ourselves the center. Well, he loves me. You know, I, I've heard this. I've heard this statement and uh, I don't want to get into the theological aspects of it. But people, people have said this. I know I bet our listeners have heard this. Said, if I was the only person that ever lived, Jesus would have come and died for me. I've heard, him, I've heard that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, listen. I believe that Jesus loves me, uh, you know, but I think what that does, it, it very subtly turns that into a man-centered gospel again. Mm -hmm. It's all about me. He does this for me. Mm -hmm. No, he does it for his sake and for the, for the growth and the manifestation of his kingdom. Sure. That's what it's about. Sure. And uh, we, we just have the privilege of getting in on that. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, we, we got the privilege. I'm not. I, I. I've done preaching my sermon for the day. Well, no, no. I, I agree. With, I agree with you totally. We have the privilege of getting in on, in on it. Um, uh, uh, but we need to learn to stop twisting the scriptures to say what we just want them to say. Exactly. You know. Uh, getting back to my previous point. Uh, the one psalm it would be better. The one psalm would be better to use than that right there, where it says, "Bless the Lord, O my soul." Yes, and all there that is go. within me. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forgetting all his benefits. That would all be a benefits. that would be a better use. Oh yeah, than that right there. Now you could use that right there to kind of build on that, the psalm. Right. But the psalm is more of more of a clear teaching in that area because it ties it right to blessing the Lord, O my yes. soul. Doesn't it? And the point, like you said, of bringing it out about yeah. how most people don't say anything about the soul. Uh, right, exactly. It's all about what I'm going to get. That's right, it's what I'm going to get. See, and, uh, and... And God, listen, I don't think God's that interested in us getting a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe this makes people upset, but I just got to say it. I don't think he's that... Listen, God's got no problem with, with uh, believers having stuff. Right. I mean... Uh, uh, Abraham, I mean, you can name quite he a few. He was wealthy. Yeah, he got the, God's got no problem. But Abraham was wealthy, but he also wasn't a preacher. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, we, we, better, like we better let that one lay, well, Jim. <laughs> No, but you know what? Uh, Again, uh, we we it's so easy for us to get involved with the blessing yeah. instead of the blesser. That's right. And and, uh, and it's all about the blesser. It's all about the blesser. And what happens is, the more blessings we get, the more focused we become on the blessings Absolutely. instead of on the Lord Himself. The blessings capture us, man. And they, they, cap capture they, us. they capture our attention, and, and we know focused. for a fact that Christians. 
that have Christians that have been um, rich uh, are are not as uh, zealous and fervent for, for the Lord and in the worship of the Lord as those that seem to be poverty stricken. I mean, we we have seen that over and over again, all down through history, that the ones that seem to be blessed the most are the ones that are the coolest. And all we need to do is look at the church of Laodicea. They were wealthy and rich, and God says, you're lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. I can't stand that. Well, Carmen, I'm going to tell you something, man. Um, um, God has no problem with us um, living a blessed life. and That's That's right. But he does have a problem with us being greedy, and he has a problem with us doing anything just to get stuff, and and, and, and that's and the, cooling and, off in our fervor for him. And that's in the midst the, of it. and that's the spirit that I sense and I see in many people in the church, just like out in the world, people will become drug dealers or kill people, murder people just to get things. Yes. Well, I find the same type of spirit. Not that they're going to kill people or sell drugs, but it, something like that has happened. But but. It's the same type of greedy spirit that will do anything just to get stuff. Exactly right. And, and, and that's, that's not right. And you know what? To uh, <clears throat> We're getting down to the end of this program, aren't we? Yeah, you better just say it. Well, James, James even uh, refers to uh, the people of God. He says, uh, you lust and do not have, have, so you commit murder. And you are envious and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. So he's talking about us as being murderers and adulteresses. He says, being like the world. He says, you adulteresses. Do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? See the context? See, we're hostile toward God. That's right. In wanting all this stuff. Because we're friends with the world. Exactly. That's right. Well, I think we're all done, Tony. (laughs) Okay. We finished our marathon. (laughs) We've had some themes. And to our listeners, they, they may say, Man, that is a marathon. (laughs) And we've had some themes coming forth. And so till next time, Carmen. All right.